Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Investment Order Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with my best insights into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So in honor of this past Veterans Day, I wanted to revisit some of the most insightful and impactful moments from our previous episodes that featured veterans and honor their service to our country. So today you'll hear from Tim Little, uh, featured on episode 104, Wayne Courages, featured on episode 106, and Shalon Hutch, the marine investor, Hutchinson, featured on episode 96. So whether you're a longtime listener who's excited to relive some of these moments or a new listener who's about to discover some of the incredible insights shared by our veterans on this show, we hope that this compilation leaves you inspired and eager to learn more about our podcast and about these honored guests. So this episode is not just a celebration of our guests' achievement and all the value and insight they brought to our show, but it's also a tribute to all veterans who have served and protected our nation. Thank you for their bravery, their selflessness, and their service. So now, without further ado, let's listen in and hear the valuable advice, experiences, and insights from some of the veterans who have been on our show and who have shaped their successful journey into the world of real estate investing. So tell me, so tell me a little bit more about in reading your bio, you mentioned, you know, you, you kind of your, your avatar, your ideal investor, so to speak is, is uh, military veterans. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, how you work with veterans and how you educate them on the benefits of investing in these types of multifamily deals. Yeah. So is the network that I, I already personally have. Um, and so just talking to friends, coworkers, stuff like that, I'm still in the army reserve. So I still maintain those, those connections. Um, and then the other piece of it is, Hey, if I'm in a, a group on Facebook or something like that, and someone has a question, I'll just hop in and, and answer it, you know, talk about, um, you know, well, Hey, here is a way you can do it or tell them about 1031 exchanges or, you know, explain what syndications are, um, to, to people who are not familiar with it. That and with uh, like LinkedIn, I, I try to stay very active on there. Again, doing the same type of thing, just adding educational content so that, you know, hopefully, um, you know, because a, lo a lot of my network is, uh, you know, military or former military, they see it for the first time and they're like, oh, I've never heard of passive investing. You know, what is that? Oh, well, Tim kind of explained it in his last post. Let me ask, you know, some clarifying questions. You know, because that's all it really takes is, you know, someone to kind of spark that seed. Um, and then people start asking more because I think like anyone else, um, you know, veterans just get tired of dealing with the same options when it comes to investing, which is, you know, hey, you can put it in the stock market or for military folks, it's the, the TSP instead of that's their version of a, a 401k. Um TSP is is great in the sense that it's very low fee, um, but it's 
just as bad as a uh, most 401ks in the sense that it the the options are very limited and they're limited to just things in the stock market. Um, so a lot of people don't realize that hey, when they retire, you know that ESP is is just sitting there, right? Um, it's called what we call like an orphaned account because they haven't rolled it into anything else. So it's just continuing to do whatever you had it set to before, fund A, B, C, and D. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that they could take that TSP and roll it over into say like a self-directed IRA. And then at that point, they have control over it. And, you know, say it's 50,000, $100,000, they could, you know, have checkbook control of that retirement account and, you know, invest it in uh, passive real estate. And whereas before they may have thought, oh, that wasn't possible because, sorry, I don't have 100,000 sitting in the bank. Well, yeah, I know most people don't. Um, but a lot of people also don't realize the money that they have available to them because they just don't see it as available because it's in that retirement account. And they've been taught since they started working that the only thing you can use those retirement accounts for is these limited things that the, you know, it tells you you can. So that's what I really try to do. Just try to open people's eyes to the, the, the possibilities because most people don't even think they can passively invest in real estate, even once they learn what it is. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's, that's a fantastic point. And um, you could get me started and I could talk for, I could talk for hours about um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the state of the IRA and, and, and 401k and all the, all the private, you know, retirement accounts, uh, because we're talking about trillions of dollars um, that people have in these, re in these retirement accounts, and they have absolutely no clue what they're invested in. If you ask people, they will, they will not know. They'll, they'll just tell you it's invested in the stock market. Um, so what kind of fees are you paying? They don't know. Um, what kind of options do you have to invest? They, they don't know. Uh, there's people that, that maybe even have their, their entire retirement savings um, just held in cash because they don't know that they have options to invest. I mean, it's just incredible. Um, and, and you're right. You know, people have been taught um, from, from an early age that, you know, you, you work, you build up a, a, a 401k plan uh, and then you retire off of it. And that is, and that is your, you know, that's your, that's your goal. That's, that's how you build wealth. And that's not, that's not necessarily the case. So I think it's just fascinating. So from your experience and what is your philosophy on asset management in, in, in the multifamily sense? Mm. Well, I'll tell you, asset management is tough. Uh, I've got a headache right now. You probably can't tell because uh, okay. I'm trying to fake it. Um, but I've had a long morning. Like this morning was tough. You know, I'm, we're, we're collecting, you know, we're, oh, what, what day are we on? Um, I turn off my phone. I think we're the but, 17th. You know, we're, yeah, we're later in the month. You know, we've got collection issues. We've got eviction issues. We've got uh, managers who have not submitted construction um, documents so I can get the loan draws from. What was me, right? Like it, it was a pretty, it's a pretty tough morning. Um, but I'll tell you what, I did a, a social media post. Those tough mornings happen quite a bit. But I also, at the same day, just wired one of my investors $5,625 in passive income. My headaches is helping him live the lifestyle that he's earned, you know, um, you know, he, he former, uh, cardiologist. And, and so it's really important for me to work my tail off and have those headaches. So that way I can deliver on those, those passives. So when you say philosophy, 
it's really hard work and grit. And, and it's also leading, you know, it's not this, this is why going back to like, who are the one or two people that make the deal? Because this is not a call every two weeks and like, Hey, check in KPIs. Like, I mean, that, yes, those calls happen maybe on a more stabilized deal, but on a deal that, you know, is, you know, going through renovations and that deep value add, like it is an everyday, let's talk as a team, let's go on. And it's also, you know, there's moments, Simon, where like, I'm in a very, very good mood and I'm most of the time I'm in a good mood. Um, and I treat people with respect the way I want them to treat me. But sometimes you got to have a come to Jesus moment. I mean, in one of my properties a couple of weeks ago, you know, um, we were not, we didn't have a lease in like two and a half weeks. We're in the prime leasing season. Why aren't we doing it? What resources do we need to provide the team to do it? And I had the top, the CEO of the property management company. I, I, you know, I don't play games. If we're not leasing, I want the decision makers and I want the pressure on, on the team to, to make it happen. Two days later, we get a lease. Three days later, you know, there's another lease. And they started all of a sudden start posting on Facebook. I start seeing on my social media, all these postings now are happening on Facebook, you know? So it's like, you know, I hate being that person, right? As an asset manager, you, you just want to like have those KPI calls, get the checks and, you know, make sure the monthly reports read well so you can send to your investors. But it is a full-time, you know, motivating, but also holding people accountable. So the philosophy is, is um, hard work, grit, getting in the weeds. I mean, today I've, I looked at a accounts receivable ledger compared to some uh, other documents. I'm highlighting each invoice that has been paid already, which not. And I'm, you know, it's like, sometimes I ask myself, Simon, why am I not the property manager? Like, why am I doing this? But at the end of the day, that's our role as the sponsor of the syndicate. That's what we have to do. We have to take, we're you know, for these properties to excel in this type of environment. We're not talking about a year or two years ago where cap rates just kept on, you know, going down and value, you know, it was easy to make money. This is the time where rubber meets the road of people who actually are executing their deals. Those are the people that um, will survive over the next two to three years because they'll still have investors who are, you know, getting that passive income uh, versus ones that, you know, really struggle because they just were they're they're not understanding what really owning and operating a project really is and that's scary because there's there's a lot of people that have invested in deals that don't have that that jockey to to handle it so um yeah no 100 sorry i went on a little tirade there i'm like i'm like hey it's not it's not sexy it's not easy and for those passive investors that are listening in that's what you, you don't want the headaches of it. That's why you're passively investing. And that's why you're passionate about your hobbies or your jobs, et cetera, whatever you're doing. But yet you still want to benefit from owning real estate. Let other people like myself and Simon handle the headaches while you enjoy the income. Like my, one of my investors did today. A lot of the things that we do in life is, is guided by our small community, our churches, but more so our parents, right? Our parents are our first teacher. But for me, I didn't grow up with my father. So the the person that I became as, as, as far as my character 
right? That was developed by my community and my more so my mom, right? My mom raised me more of a single parent, right? You know, but when I came to America in, in 98, I lived with my dad for a very short period. I expressed to him my desire to join the Marine Corps based on a, a, a seed that was planted in the third grade, Simon, the third grade. I was reading what's called the children's own, right? And there was a there was this hometown news of this Jamaican working on an aircraft on aboard a sh- aboard a ship. So in third grade, Simon, I made a decision that if I, if I ever make it to America, I want to join the military and I want to work on aircraft. So I expressed that to my dad and my recruiter when when I came to America. And lo and behold, in the past twenty four years, I've been working in Marine Corps aviation. You know, so so my my dad I told my dad my dreams. Like okay, introduce me to the recruiter, and from there. But also, um, my dad imparted on me that, look, you're in this great country and you are taking a great step of serving serving in the military. What you need to do additionally is to own some of America because that's that's a pathway to long-term prosperity. Um, you know, so he, he taught me about owning some of America. So my dad would listen, was listening to what, what used to be the Cart, Carlton Sheets cassette which I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but back in the day, right, Culture Sheet would teach um, aspiring real estate investor how to find or to create off-market opportunities, right? So my dad was sharing that information with me in the single-family space, you know? So as things progressed, um, I bought some single-family homes, did some live-in flips, uh, rental units, so on and so forth. And then in 2017, I had a deep conversation with my dad as I was moving from California to Florida, you know, I drove up when when saw the Yosemite, I went when I saw um, the Mount Rushmore, Niagara Falls, New York City. So we did this long thirty day um, drive across across America, and I met up with my dad in New York in 2017. He was telling me about the possibility of flipping property or investing in real estate using other people's money. And that blew my freaking mind. I didn't know this was possible, right? Tell me, uh, tell me a little bit then, um, as, as, as a military person, you know, being in the military, what has, um, what has transferred from your uh, skills, you know, being in the military, what has transferred from that, from that into real estate investing? I imagine, you know, obviously discipline is, has to be one, but right. what are, what are some of the skills though that, that have helped you um, both in your military and your real estate uh, careers? 100%. So look, from the inception of a young mind coming out of, coming out of high school, right? A recruiter talking to a young man or young woman who may have a great sense of direction of where they want to go because that's really the people we want. We want people that understand service is the price that you pay for the space that we occupy in this great country. I, I acknowledge that and realize that very early in my adult life, right? And there's a significant amount of American who, Americans who, under, who understand that. So Marine Corps, we know first that we are in the business of, we in the people business, right? Because it's not very easy to, to talk Talk, talk, talk to a young man or young woman to, to take on a job where their life will be on the line, right? That, that is the, the price that, that a lot of people pay for serving in the military. So we understand the, that we are in the, the people business. And with the understanding, um, Simon, that's one of the reasons why we want to help our veterans so much because when you join the Marine Corps, you get 
you get inoculated into a way of being, a way of thinking, right? But the biggest thing is that we get to understand that we are part of something greater than ourselves. And when some folks detach from the military, they lose that sense of team and the sense of belonging. Not everyone, but there's a, there's a small group. And we want to help those, that small group as, as well who might have become homeless, who might have, you know, fall, not, not really victim, but who might have, might have, um, um, deferred to, to using drugs or alcohol, so on and so forth, and might have lost, slightly lost their ways, but they still have an ingrained, ingrained sense of purpose and sense of, sense of belonging. And they're looking for that. We're looking for those people to make their life better, right? And those are the people who want to impact by um, invest, by donating to nonprofit organization that benefits our veteran. But as far as transfer, transferable skills, when we are um, talking to building relationship with with um, active investors, because our focus right now is more so on investor relation, raising capital, and also investing our capital into the deals that, that, that we purchase, right? So when we are talking to, to operators, they need to have, um, their goals and vision need to align with what we want to do, right? And one of the things we, 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 we do in the military, we, we in the people business, so also in apartment complex, we also in the people business. So the better we can take care of our residents, the longer they will stay. And the longer they stay, the less money we pay on 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 um on renovation, on churns, right? Mm -hmm. And so that goes directly to, to the bottom line. So you take care of your residents just like we take care of our service members while they're on active duty and beyond. You know, but also one of one of the things that I find the most valuable is that the ability to to create and lead small teams, because as you know, we go farther together when we invest in real estate syndication. You know, we put a small team together. With, it's the the sponsors, the the loan office. I mean, the, the the mortgage brokers, the insurance brokers, like all these small teams. The 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 SEC attorney, and then of course our investors. You know, small teams that grows into bigger teams and accomplishing um, the same similar goals. Yeah. Again, you, you hit on so many so many uh, great points, but I, I like the fact that um, you know you you talk about uh, you know creating the the teams. Again, going back to what we talked about earlier, you know, real estate really is a team sport. There's there's no way for you to buy uh, you know hundred unit apartment complex by yourself, or even if you could, why would you want to? Right? Because you know to your point earlier, there's things that that you do that maybe uh, someone else does better. And so why not bring them on and, you know, as, as part of a small team and just help you to, you know, to take down these, these larger properties. So I think that's, I think that's, uh, you know, very key as, as real estate investors is knowing um, when, who to bring on, you know, obviously you want to vet them, uh, but you want them to be complimentary. So you, you are very much a people person and this is a people business. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, multifamily millions, how anyone can invest in apartment buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.